1170. The answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. To the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It is Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Lots of explosions going on. I'm not sure. That may be some heads exploding on the part of the left. They're still exploding, still hysterical over. I'm not sure that they even know what they're hysterical over. I'm glad to have you with me. 888-344-1170 if you would like to join the show. That's 888-344-1170. I'm Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress. Busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy like I do every day here. From 6 to 7 p.m. from the AM 1170 studios in beautiful San Diego. And joining me as always is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. I love this country. We know you do. People were having a hard time finding bad stuff about Kevin. I didn't see any like negative posts about him on Facebook. <sighs> well, then you must not have seen the one that I did because the oppo people were digging deep, 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 deep into the bowels that is the background of Kavanaugh. And guess what they found? Something really heinous. What was it? They found that at one point at Laura Ingram's house years ago when he was there to watch, uh, he was invited over. I don't remember what the event was. Oh, I know what it might. I think it was the State of the Union address when uh, Bill Clinton was president. And he mouthed the word. It starts with a B and it ends with, yeah, about Hillary Clinton. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Tish. Hey, I like that he tells the truth. Well, yeah, right? Let me tell you, that man's a gentleman because that's that's like the the least uh, naughty thing that could be said about Hillary Clinton. And that was uh, back in the 90s. That was long before the, the truth about her in terms of the extent of her crimes and her corruption were made known. But uh, yeah, I mean, there is quite the hysteria today. Although, um, like I said, I'm not really sure if the left has any idea what they're hysterical over because just like the, you know, yesterday we were talking about how it's Christmas in July uh, with uh, President Trump picking another uh, SCOTUS nominee. Just as the left likes to take the word Christmas out, uh, Christ out of Christmas and call it Xmas, uh, that's kind of what they did yesterday in their planned protest of President Trump's next uh, Supreme Court nominee. Uh, they were in their press releases and signage. They had a press release where they actually, in place of the name, put XX. They don't, I, I, that, that's the level of where, where the left is in this country. Didn't matter who it was. It, it literally did not matter the qualifications of the person put forth. They were going to protest. They were going to not only protest, but actually go to the level of hysteria, literally trying to frighten every American in this country, particularly women. And it, and it's it, we can laugh about it, but it's actually kind of disgraceful if you think that that's where we are. And you know what? I got to put that right at the heels of not just the left, but Barack Obama. Because remember, he was supposed to be the one. Did we have this kind of hate going on, on in this country prior to President Obama coming into office? I'm curious if you guys think that we really had this before. Because I don't remember it. 
I, 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 you know, yeah, there was Bork was Borked back in the day, but you know, in, in terms of this kind of vitriol, you know, there was a time in this country to where you know the Congress understood their role, advising consent, and you know, there was a time where it was pretty much you know to you know full house to zero on the vote, and everybody got their picks. We didn't have this kind of literal hatred. Last night, Shannon Bream from Fox News had to shut down her live broadcast because. Because for the first time, and this is a woman that has been uh, uh, reporting on the Supreme Court for years. She's been with Fox News for years. It's the, she literally felt in fear of her life. That's where we're at. And maybe she didn't feel like she was going to be murdered. But she, her, her, she, she clearly did not feel safe on the steps of the U.S. Supreme Court to even do a live broadcast. That's where we're at. We were not there before Obama took office. We absolutely were not. The man that literally said that oceans were going to rise. He was, he was going to be the president, not of red states of America or blue states, but the United States of America. And from the moment he took office, he did everything he could to divide. And talk about the fear-mongering. It not only became about Roe v. Wade, but I don't know if you guys saw the ridiculous post that Kavanaugh was going to go after contraceptives. First Roe v. Wade, they were tweeting yesterday, then contraceptives. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Since the left likes to push abortion as contraceptives, isn't that a little redundant? But, I mean, that's really where the hysteria is right now. Um, There are also some people that are not really happy on the right that don't feel that Kavanaugh was quite conservative enough. They're really disappointed that uh, that President Trump didn't nominate Barrett. And I have to say that I have no idea truly how conservative Kavanaugh is how he's going to rule on anything. One of the things that I do know is that right now there is no case challenging Roe v. Wade coming up to, through the courts at this point. So I really think that the the, conserv- the left is hysterical over Roe v. Wade and the right is upset that we didn't get Barrett because they felt like, A, that they knew how she was going to rule. Well, you don't really know that just because she's Catholic and just because she's pro-life does not mean that even if it came up through the ranks, that she was going to vote in any way to overturn Roe v. Wade. And even if she did, that the rest of the court would vote that way. They do take it case by case. So, you know, I I don't really know. And unfortunately, we are in in this country, uh, President Trump, first of all, when he took office, he faces two opposition parties. So he knew with the thin margin that he's got, which is really a split because McCain won't give up his seat. So he's got one vote that he's ahead, according to headcount, in the Senate, but then he's got Mikowski, he's got Collins, he's got Rand Paul. They are not reliable. So, yes, he, I think he had no choice but to go with the safe choice. Somebody that was, you know, a, a little bit of a win or a little bit of a loss for both sides and go with the safest. He will be confirmed. Um, I, I don't know that um, ultimately almost everybody that comes up through the ranks to even get nominated for the Supreme Court is kind of coming out of the swamp. That seems to be the main criticism of Kavanaugh, that he's a part of the swamp. Well, who really wasn't? You know, Gorsuch um, Gorsuch interned for Kennedy as well. So, you know, they all kind of are, are a little bit swampy, and they all come out of what we now understand is, the, is where the swamp creatures, where the little tadpoles for the swamp are coming out of, and that's the indoctrination centers known as the Ivy Leagues and, and the top schools in this country or what are considered the top schools i'm kind of suspicious of anybody that comes out of any school that's called georgetown yale harvard columbia any of those in fact i would like to start seeing some of the some of the district court judges and some of these these high level judgeships start going to non-swampy people how about bringing somebody from lsu baby 
How about somebody, I got lots of friends that went to LSU Law School. I know that there's some smart peeps. I, I think maybe, you know, part of the problem that we've got is that the pickings is coming out of the swamp. And that makes it harder for us as Republicans to get it right. We're going to take a break. We come back. I've got joining me for the first time in a long time. The one and only Wayne Allen. Root's going to be here. Root for America. Y'all know Wayne Allen always talks it straight. He always gives, he always serves up the tea and it's always strong. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Wayne Allen uh, Root will be with me. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends. Welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. Social Security System is going to begin paying out more than it takes in in the year 2021. Over a period of time, they could continue to bump that full retirement age all the way up to 68. That one simple year would have a huge impact on the system in terms of its stability long term. The other big issue, of course, is they could bump up the tax itself. If you need help on putting together your long-term retirement plan and come on in and see me, all you got to do is call and schedule your free consultation with me, 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. Thanks for listening. I'll be back with you right here on these very same Salem Network stations. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Francis had been serving as a missionary for 56 years and felt the same love at Sun Garden Terrace. When I walked in, I noticed that the clients and the staff had a very good relationship. Residents like Francis love all the activities, entertainment, and of course, the food. The food is an awful lot, and uh, I like to go to the art for everybody. You don't have to know anything. We have Bible classes. A lot of people come to sing every month, sometimes twice like rhinestone grannies and um, our laundry's done and put away and my granddaughter said I'd like to live here I could have my clothes put away Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one you're invited to take a tour see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing and join them for lunch visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE Sun Garden Terrace because there's such a lot of living to do 
Call 619-464-CARE. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you would like to chime in, um, before the break, we were talking about uh, the meltdown over Kavanaugh and the hysteria that's being fomented. A little bit later in the show, we're going to talk about socialism in full effect. What town is that happening? You're going to want to stay tuned to hear about that, as well as the former congressional candidate who says, you know what, she's proud that she's given up on white people. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, proud to be a racist. Uh, Joining me now, though, to continue the discussion about Kavanaugh, as well as President Trump's trip to NATO to have a little sit-down with NATO is none other than the one and only Wayne Allen Root, host of the Wayne Allen Root Show. He's on Newsmax, USA Radio Network. Uh, his show is daily from 6 to 9 p.m. Go to usaradio.com and be sure that you do so so that you can listen. Uh, that's Eastern Time, by the way, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Wayne Allen Root, welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea. Hey, do everything in West Coast time. You're in San Diego. They're going to listen to me from 3 to 6, afternoon drive time, right? I know. Exactly. Yeah. But the most important thing is Newsmax TV. That's, that's my runaway hit. I've got to tell you about a new thing that just happened tonight. So guess who my lead-in is now on Newsmax TV? It's back-to-back Bill O'Reilly and Wayne Allen Root. No. Yeah, they got Bill O'Reilly to do like seven-minute commentaries uh, right before my show every night. So that's my lead-in now is Bill O'Reilly, and then it's off to Wayne Root, and then I come on and say, thank you, Bill O'Reilly, and great commentary, and I'm off and running for my hour. Well, that's so, fantastic. Well, no, no, don't run don't run away yet on that, because that's amazing that you got Bill O'Reilly as your opening act, baby. Yeah, every night, 5 to 6 o'clock, West Coast time. You're in San Diego, so we'll talk in West Coast terms. I'm that's a West, right, Coast, West Coast, Coast time. 5 to 6 p.m. every single night, Newsmax TV channel, 349 DirecTV channel, 216 Dish, oh. many cable systems around the country, streamed online at YouTube or after the fact, go to Newsmax. Excellent. TV.com. Excellent. Love Newsmax. Love Bill O'Reilly. Congratulations on all your success. And that's why I wanted you on tonight, because uh, you are a straight-talking dude. You know Trump. You understand all the issues. You've run for office yourself. You've written a million books about it. Uh, the the hysteria on Kav- uh, regarding Kavanaugh on this pick is really kind of running on both sides. You've got the left that's fomenting hysteria. Uh, the generic hysteria was based on Roe v. Wade. Then it was about, you know, hold on, you know, go and lock up all your con- condoms because he's coming after your contraception. Uh, today, t- t- today the, uh, the mantra is, well, because of some opinion that he supposedly wrote about impeachment and presidents not being uh, subject to... Um, criminal prosecution that, oh my gosh, this was President Trump's get out of jail free card. But then you've actually got some conservatives on the right, Wayne Allen, that, you know, feel like that President Trump blew an opportunity here. They were going to fight him no matter who he nominated, and he should have gone with Barrett. Your thoughts? Well, look, if you watched my show last night, it was right leading up to his picks. I didn't know who he was going to pick, and I made a prediction. I said, I know Trump. I've been right 99%, I think exactly like Donald Trump, and he thinks exactly like me, and I said, I predict he'll pick Amy Barrett. So I was wrong. I thought that's who we'd pick, Amy Coney Barrett. That was my choice. And the reason it was my choice, first of all, there's a very big weakness with her. So he probably did the right move. The weakness was she's barely been a judge for five minutes. I mean, on the federal level. I mean, she's brand new. She's a rookie. So there are no decisions to attack, but she also leaves no proof what, you know, how she'll rule on things. Yeah. As, as opposed to Kavanaugh, who's made over 300 decisions where they're all in writing. They're all at the federal court in Washington, D.C., the most important court in the country. And they're very conservative. He's a very good choice. 
Rose. There is nothing wrong with him. Look, there wasn't anything wrong with one person on the list, Andrea, because the list was compiled by the Heritage Foundation and the Federalist Society. Right. How could you quarrel with that? They picked the most conservative constitutionalists in all of America, and you know there must be hundreds. They whittled it down to 25 choices. So there's no one you could pick that would be wrong. I thought she was great because she was a woman, she was beautiful, and she was Catholic. And I thought they'd have, A, a hard time attacking her and disparaging her on national TV because of those things. And, B, they would go after the Catholic part, and that would turn off Catholics for a generation to the Democratic Party. Well, well I, guess what? Kavanaugh's Catholic, too. He's a Jesuit. I think he coached at a Jesuit. Yeah. Uh, didn't he win the citywide basketball at a Jesuit school? Yeah. So, I mean, he's absolutely going to be the same kind of target. They're going to go after him for his Catholicism. It'll work out fine. And I hear my sources tell me she was the finalist with him, and she's the runner-up, and therefore she's the next in line. When Ruth Bader Ginsburg retires, she will be the next one. So, therefore, you know, you got to think that you got your cake and ate it too. You got a great guy with a great record, very conservative, followed up with soon another, the woman I wanted, yeah. you know, the female Catholic uh, with a perfect family record and a beautiful family. He's got a beautiful family, beautiful wife, beautiful daughters. It's all too perfect. They're not going to be able to win this battle. They're not. They're not. They, th- they think they are, um, no, but they're absolutely never. not going to win it. And and never. I think when it comes to her being woman, I think the the idea somehow that because she's a woman that it, that it, the left would go after her well that she would have some kind of shield of protection are you kidding me look at what was done to sarah sanders in a restaurant oh, look no, at- no, they go after her. i yeah. just don't think they'd win that's my only point that wasn't that they wouldn't go after her. it's that when they went after a woman who is especially a beautiful woman and they attack her catholicism she's a mother she's got kids uh, seven kids i believe if i'm not yeah. mistaken yeah. They, they would lose every time that's what i thought when you go after a white male a white straight male sometimes you manage to win yeah but you don't win against a woman america would just be aghast yeah. If you viciously attacked a woman and liberals brought up things like her religion. Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to be okay, too, because I watched his speech last night, yeah. and he's a stand-up guy. Yeah, he kind is. Kind of guy that I like. Kind of guy I'd be friends with. Stand-up guy. Yeah. This is what liberals hate. They don't like men who are men. Yeah. You know, they don't want a man to be a man. <laughs> they want a transsexual. Sorry, guys. I want a man's man who's got a wife and kids and loves his daughters and coaches basketball and that's my kind of guy. Love sports. And he that's works my at kind of guy. Right. He works at food banks. He's talking about his mother, about how his mother was an attorney, and how you know she was, she was a judge. Yeah, she, she was. A, yeah. So yeah, I mean, he said Judge Judge uh, Kavanaugh is my mother, not me. That's what he said. So. Yeah, and she, you know, she was kind of a glass ceiling breaker herself when she went to law school. Uh, you know, so I mean, there's really nothing. Uh, I think it was a good choice because I think going with October and this next go round of the court coming up, I really think he needed. I, I think that he needed somebody that was safe to get quickly confirmed. And then, oh, by the way, by holding Barrett out down the road, dangling that carrot, hopefully that will motivate Republicans to go out in the midterms because one of the things that we cannot count on is that we're going to keep the Senate in the House. Just because the economy is booming like it is and we've got unemployment at the lowest in history for black Americans, uh, the tra- you know the Dow was up at what? Back up uh, almost above 25,000 uh, again today. Uh, this supposed trade war, we are winning that battle. We've been in a war for a long time we just haven't been engaged in it when it comes to trade it's kind of like the war on terror you know the the radical islamists have been in a war with us for a long time we just weren't engaging same thing with the trade war so you know we can't count on that i got a great event coming up on thursday i want to tell you but i'm so honored so uh freedom fest is in town in las vegas on uh wednesday you know tomorrow through saturday and it's the biggest uh, libertarian event in the world and I am the star of the biggest debate of Freedom Fest on Thursday night. 
It's myself against the uh, ultimate never-Trumper, Ross Dothout, columnist for the New York Times. One-on-one in front of the entire audience, I'm going to be talking about Trump, the greatest conservative president in America's history, and he's going to claim he's a conservative for the New York Times who hates Trump and thinks he's Hitler and Mussolini combined in one. These people are crazy. They're absolutely crazy. If you're a conservative and you go down the list of what Trump has done, he is the greatest president of our lifetime, and I think by the time he's done, he'll be the greatest conservative ever, period. Not yes. of our lifetime, ever. Absolutely. He's that good. Yeah. He's that good. Do, you, do you notice some of the minor things he does that no one talks about? Just today, he, he gave a pardon to two Oregon ranchers. Did you yes. see that? Yeah. Which Those was... are the guys that caused the, the uh, you know, the, the uh, what's the word, the standoff with the, with the uh, uh, Nevada ranchers, that whole family that stood up to the government and they took over a wildlife refuge, uh, the Bundy family from Nevada out my way in Las Vegas. And they went there because these ranchers had set a fire on their own property, their land, to control wildfires. They burned fires, right? Right. And the fire got out of hand and it burned a few trees on federal land. Well, because of that, they put him in jail. These are t- a father-son rancher yeah. who never done anything wrong in their lives. They put him in jail for a mistake. And then once they got out of jail, one served three months, the other served, I think, nine months. Once they got out of jail, some idiot, probably the Obama administration, decided that wasn't enough. They went back and went after them again and said, you didn't give them the actual the minimum they were supposed to get. Yeah. And they stuck them in jail each for four more years. And it caused a standoff, and Trump gave them a pardon today. Who else would do that? Name Nobody. another president who would do that. Nobody. Absolutely. He's great. He's ab- well, well, he's absolutely fearless. And he has gotten more done in the past year and a half than most presidents get done in two terms. It's extraordinary. So we got to talk about his trip to NATO. Uh, because, of course, uh, John McCain, who doesn't have the energy or can't, you know, is, is too ill to go and participate and, and vote. Um, which, and God bless him and his family for his illness, but if, you, if you're not able to participate and do your job, then I think you need to relinquish it and, and allow somebody. It's like he's, he's hogging it uh, for control. So he supposedly is too ill to, you know, come and vote and participate in a Supreme Court nominee, but he's tweeting out today, you know, critical of President Trump and a lot, right along with the left that he's, you know, sticking, in, sticking his thumb in our allies' eyes and we really need NATO. You know, no, they need us. Don't well, we they don't win, Alan Root? We don't need them. We don't need anybody in the world. We don't need them. That's ridiculous. They need us desperately. And you know why they need us? Not just to defend them. We're their punching bag. We're their bank account. They, they rip us off. They yeah. are friends. It's like having lots of friends. They all ask you for loans every day. And then you give it to them. And they never pay you back. Who needs friends like that? I must be missing something. Yeah. The United States of America doesn't need Canada to take our money. If you want to be in NATO, spend your own money. And right. spend some money to defend yourself. Don't expect us to defend you at all times. We're here to back you up. Right. If someone ever attacks you, we'll be there to back you up. We're very good at killing people. America's the best <laughs> in the world at killing people. But uh, we actually enjoy the, the opportunity. So we'll be there. But you've got, to be the, you've got to take the lead to defend your own country and not expect us to do it for you. And that's what I would say to every country in the world. Stop using us as your piggy bank. Yeah, you're not our ally if you're taking advantage of us financially. That's called a mooch, and uh, that's the kind of friend that you get rid of. Um, it, I found it funny because uh, the there was this big dust-up between Piers Morgan and Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London, because he authorized some big anti-Trump balloon to be floated up yeah. over. But, but I don't know if you heard, though, that another crowdfund, that, and the anti-Trump balloon was, was uh, paid for by a crowdfund account, somebody else into, opened up a crowdfund account and, and asked for to raise money on an anti-Sadiq Khan balloon, and that actually raised more money by Londoners than the <laughs> anti-Trump balloon. So well, you know what I call him. He's a con man. Yeah. <laughs> Khan is a con man. 
You know, look, uh, London reminds me of Chicago. They're both examples of when you let, lib- uh, let liberals run your city. Yeah. In Chicago last weekend, 30 were shot, four killed. Uh, that was a great weekend compared to Memorial Day, 36 shot, seven killed. So things are not doing so well in 100% Democrat-controlled Chicago. And in London, they're losing terrorism left, uh, terrorism, I mean tourism, left and right because there's so many knifings and so many acid attacks. They've now become the acid attack capital yeah, of the world absolutely. because they've let in all these Muslim refugees whose mode of attack are knives and acid. Both cities, by the way, have massive strict gun control, so everybody just kills you with a knife, a fork, or a spoon, or acid. So it well, doesn't matter, or a car, or, or a right. truck. Well, except now, though, Sadiq Khan has come up with a knife control. You're not allowed to own a knife yeah, uh, I heard in, that in London. They want it to be shorter knives right. and not so sharp. Yeah, <laughs> to, yeah exactly. Uh, well, look, uh, liberals lead to disaster right. and misery wherever they are, so yeah. you've got to vote conservative this year. And I've got to tell you, I know I love San Diego. It's a beautiful town that you're in. But I just think California's lost. I really do. It is. It's just completely it lost. It is. I've got a story coming up a little bit later that just shows how lost it is. We've got about a minute and a half left. Uh, uh, Paige, uh, the lovebirds are back before Congress this week. Tomorrow, uh, Lisa Page is going behind closed doors, which I don't uh, appreciate. I don't know why that's not public. I yeah. don't see why that's not public. Yeah, um, and then Strzok is coming back, actually, for public hearing in Thursday. Uh, you know, the, the left is yammering today about how, the, you know, um, Kavanaugh is Trump's get-out-of-jail-free card. I want to know when we are going to get the actual evidence presented to us that justifies the actual beginning, the launch of this investigation, because we are supposed to have probable cause of afforded to us as citizens. We're not supposed to be subject to criminal pro- investigation without somebody having any proof of that. We have yet to have that. The Republican Party did some dopey articles of in, uh, impeachment or whatever against Rosenstein. Meanwhile, the FBI and the DOJ are thumbing their nose at the Republican Party and the American people. Obviously, they did not have probable cause for this investigation, Wayne Allen, or they would have coughed it up. I mean, how do you see look, this playing out? Look at my life. I wasn't president of the United States, and yet they still tried to frame me. They sent the IRS after me to destroy me. And I've never really said this on any other station. I don't want to say the name, but they weren't the only government agency that came after me. I'll just say that much. They sent multiple government agencies after me. The IRS is the only one I publicized. I didn't want to talk about the other one for, for reasons that maybe we'll talk about in private someday, not on the radio. All I could tell you is they tried to wipe me off the face of the earth. My accountant, my lawyers, they all said they'd never seen anything like it in 30 years of practicing law and accounting. They dealt with the IRS hundreds of times, and they said these guys are out to destroy you. This is a, this is a you know, conspiracy. This is a, uh, you're on the Obama's enemies list. I heard all the stories. Everyone who was smart and knew what they were doing said, you're being attacked by the government. They're trying to destroy you. So anybody who is naive enough to think that they didn't have a conspiracy against the next president of the United States who hates the D.C. swamp and wants to dismantle it is kidding themselves because I wasn't even running for office and I wasn't threatening them. So, you know, I was just on the radio and on TV as a guest a lot in those days. And they still tried to destroy my life. So trust me, the, the answer now is to get rid of Jeff Sessions. That's the answer. Yes. He's not doing his job. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I've had people on, on the show continue to say, well, if he does that, you know, then he's not going to be able to get anybody else confirmed and this and that. I, I say that the, the two mistakes that President Trump made was he should have fired James Comey on day one, the day of the inauguration, and uh, he should have gotten rid of Jeff Sessions the second he recused himself. Yeah, or he should have never hired Jeff Sessions. That would well, be but see, I would say. well, yeah, except that, you know, really he's a loyal guy, and everybody thought, everybody thought until the nomination uh, hearings, everybody thought he was, you know, the right guy. You could tell at the hearings he was. Um, and Trump is a loyal guy. And Jeff Sessions gave him no indication 
that he was going to recuse himself. I mean, and for what reason? Because he bumped up against the Russian ambassador at a cocktail party? Who didn't? I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, I think that he's uh, the tough thing for President Trump in the position he's in. I know you've got to go. But, you know, he's he's got to trust somebody. You know, he's got to he's got to look around. Everybody's whispering in his ear and, you know, he's getting the advice. He is an outsider. He's a businessman. He's not a politician. So, you know, he's got to trust some people. And I think I think he's been told to just stay the course that because the FBI and the DOJ does not have any goods on him, that he's eventually going to be okay, and just in the meantime, knuckle under and you know get get it done. I and he's getting it done. Look, you know, I said from the beginning, uh, I was at Donald Trump's very last rally in Las Vegas, which was uh, like eight days before the election, and I said in front of the crowd, if you don't vote for Trump or you don't fight for Trump and you don't get out your friends for Trump and we don't elect Trump. It'll be the last time a Republican can ever be elected president of the United States because Hillary will stock the Supreme Court with liberals and she will leave the borders wide open and she will import millions of Muslims the way Obama did. And before you know it, America will not look like America anymore. We have no chance. It's already razor thin. Already the odds of Trump winning, if he wins, are going to be razor thin. And boy, was I right. And yeah. if Hillary had won, can you imagine this second Supreme Court pick? It would have been, you know, the first one would have been a nightmare. The second one would be a nightmare. And this country would be gone. So Trump has already made such a difference. We're going to control the Supreme Court for the next 30 to 40 years, and, and hopefully a couple more will be named yeah. by Trump before he's out. Uh, I'm, I'm certain he's going to be reelected by a landslide in 20. So yeah. he'll get another two judges before this is up. Absolutely. And so the world has been changed by Donald Trump just because of the Supreme Court, if nothing else. Yeah. And he's done everything else, too. Yeah. So, I mean, he's just been a, a godsend for all of us. All right. Wayne Allen Root, RootForAmerica.com, Newsmax every day with, at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Don't miss it. You can Google it to find out what uh, channel you can watch it at. And Thursday, are you going to have your uh, debate? Is that going to be uh, broadcast? Yeah, yeah, I'm actually skipping my show on Thursday, so I can go to the debate at uh, at Freedom Fest, and I'll be one-on-one with New York Times columnist Roth Dathod. Uh, who's the ultimate conservative never-Trumper. You know, that's such a ridiculous thing to even say. If you're a conservative, how do you look at what Trump's accomplished and not say, I love the guy? you got to be crazy. Yeah. It makes no sense. Absolutely. Well, you may I'll always... Don't worry, I'll get him. Uh, <laughs> you will, no doubt. You always get everybody, Wayne Allen Root. Thank you so much for being Thank here. I appreciate it. Have you. a great night. Bye. Love you, too. All right, now, uh, speaking of socialism, Wayne Allen Root was like, California was gone. Well, you know what? It may be. Wait till you hear this story coming back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. 
people who consistently do what's right can be hard to find these days. Larry Elder here, the sage from South Central, with my good friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Aaron, you represent this ethic. That's why I've recommended you to my friends, and they love the work you've done for them. Thank you, Larry. Coming from you, it really means a lot. You are one of the smartest people I know. So, friends, if you are looking for new windows and doors, take Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll take great care of of you, just like we did Larry's friends and family. Thanks, buddy. For the highest quality custom windows and doors made right here for you, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about getting 20% off your entire order and one year of interest-free financing. That's California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. United American Mortgage, NMLS number 1942. Subject to credit approval. Some restrictions apply. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley honoring your well-deserved benefit. It really bothers me when I see active military and veterans, especially older veterans, overpaying for their VA loan. I spoke to a couple of retired Navy pilots. They were both in their 80s. They paid over $16,000 for a rate that shouldn't have cost them any points. Another veteran is paying four and a quarter percent for a loan I could have got him for 3.75%. That half percent could cost him over $100,000 over the life of the loan. That is not okay. That is not how we should treat our veterans. If you don't call Sonia, you're paying too much for your VA loan. Don't get too deep in the process with another lender without a second opinion from Sonia. She even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before the rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. A crying baby is impossible to ignore, but a quiet baby can be easy to forget. Every year, dozens of children lose their lives because otherwise attentive adults forgot they were in the back seat. It only takes a moment for a car to heat up to dangerous levels, even on cooler days. So get in the habit of always looking in the back seat and use reminders to ensure baby is always with you. Where's baby? Look before you lock. Paid for by NHTSA. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Call 800-727-0433. That's 800-727-0433. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Um, lots of crazy going on. Uh, we were just talking to Wayne Allen Root, and he was saying that uh, California is gone. He's like, no offense to you, feel bad for you, but California is gone. Well, you know what? Uh, I, it, it's looking like it's on its way out, but you know what? We've got some amazing opportunities to take this state back because we are at a time in which uh, when you when you look at um, the effects of the liberalism on the state and what it's done to the citizens, even after Trump's tax uh, reform, well, some people say it wasn't tax reform, but the new tax bill, even after that put more money into the hands of Californians, we're still, still so strapped here in the state. The Californians are leaving in droves, and they're saying exactly why, because it's liberal policies, the high taxation and regulation here in the state. Then you've got the different cities and counties and, and municipalities here in California 
many of which are run by Democrats that have joined in the Trump administration lawsuit against California. Then on top of it, you see some of these primary results that we had across the board in uh, congressional districts, as well as the fact that uh, our Republican candidate for governor of the state did remarkably well in the primary. I think we've got an opportunity to take this state back. I don't think I'm ready to say that it's done. I talked to somebody today. Uh, who's uh, very active in grassroots as a conservative here in California, and he's feeling kind of optimistic. And, you know, then you, especially when you see that the liberals, instead of the liberals in this state seeing the writing on the wall and saying, you know what? The, we're getting signals from the electorate here in California that, you know what? They're starting to maybe think about this Trump train and maybe they're going to get on board with it. Oh, no. They decide to double down on the crazy. And you know what? That only helps us. That only helps the Republican and the conservative movement movement in the state. Case in point, here's the latest that's happening here in California that I think is going to help us going into the midterms. This kind of insanity. Everybody has already been talking about the fact that this girl in New York City wins 17. She wins a primary with only 17,000 votes out of a district of 750,000. But she is just coming flat out. Hey, I'm a socialist. This or Ocasio-Ortez gal, then, you know, other uh, Democrats feeling like, well, you know what, they got to hop on this train too. I'm a Democrat socialist, which is what uh, the gal who used to be on Sex and the City, Cynthia Nixon, she came out today saying, I'm a Democrat socialist. We already know Hillary Clinton had to steal the primary from Bernie Sanders. So it's, it's, it's not a secret anymore where the Democrats are in this country. And the American people can see it. And they also understand the effects of it. But again, what, are the, what does the left do in California instead of realizing that the American people are not on board with that? The left may be thinking that it's time to be honest about that, but the American people aren't buying it. What is the left doing? They're doubling down. In California, in Stockton here, it will be the first city in the state of California to implement the socialist policy of universal basic income. Uh, this will be what they're going to do is uh, chosen 100 residents. Now, this is supposedly because this is a city that was the foreclosure capital and completely impoverished. Well, there's a lot more citizens than 100, but supposedly they've a $500. Here's the plan. A $500 a month stipend will be given to 100 residents for 18 months, but it doesn't say how they're chosen. So I don't know. I don't know who's going to get to get on on this if they're handpicked by the liberals or, you know, what's the criteria for this? See, this, uh, you know, all these liberal programs are always based in these vague notions that sound beautiful on a bumper sticker, but they can never really give second answers, second and third level questions to really explain the details of how it's going to work. And it always involves unequal treatment under the false guise of equality. So, you know, if you're, if let's say there's 20,000 residents in the state of, in the city of Stockton, and you're not one of the 100 getting the $500 a month, you ain't going to be happy with this. Uh, The $500 a month comes with no strings attached, and the program is, quote, aiming to see how raising the income income floor will change people's financial situation, but they don't say how. It's going to be a test, in other words. The idea of the test is to see if the, and I'm quoting here, to see if the financial help will up school attendance, Although I don't know how $500 a month, how does that up school attendance for, you know, and it doesn't say school, what grades, uh, up school. With the kids like that, they they don't miss school because they they need lunch and breakfast and all the free stuff that's given to them. Right. So they're not going to miss school. Right. So how is this going to up school attendance? It doesn't make sense. As well as uh, up school attendance and health. 
Okay, so we don't know how the 500, especially if you've, if there's no strings attached, because they can use the money for anything that they want. And um, the idea is that by having no strings attached, where you're basically just going to give $500 to 100 people that are chosen, which to me is discriminatory, uh, they're going to be able to use it for whatever they want. So then how are you going to test it? On what criteria? If you don't, if you can't lay out the guidelines, you can't, you can't say what it's for. Uh, it's to up people's financial situation, but you don't even say how. Uh, you, there's there's no parameters based here. It doesn't even make sense. They go on to say that it could go a long way. Oh, and, and it's also supposed to help contribute to financial empowerment. So does that mean that the 100 people that they're going to pick are all women? How are they going to decide who's going to get it? Well, I think that's discriminatory to men. Wouldn't you be bummed, DJ Carrot Sticks, if it only went to women? But they don't say how they're going to, how does it help female empowerment? Yeah, that's, I don't get it at all. It says the program aims to create a level of income that no one will fall beneath. Well, it's how? a financial empowerment? Yeah, that, well, that's the female empowerment. But then it says that it aims to create a level of income that no one will fall beneath. 500 bucks a month? That don't go, you know, that doesn't go with your week of groceries here in California. They're not going to invest it. Well, they are saying that, spend it. Well, they're saying that they're hoping that by providing a regular sum of money they can use on anything they wish, food, clothing, gas, or starting a new venture, those behind the program believe it would go a long way to give people enough support to try out new ideas. On 500 bucks a month? When the average cost of a studio apartment is $1,700 a month here in, in this state, when they're charging upwards of $5 for a tank of gas, these are the people that have to use their cars and go out and swing a hammer all day long and drive 50 miles one way each way to work. Stockton is out in the middle of nowhere because the whole point of this, supposedly, is because there's no jobs. $500 a month and go, go anywhere. They say that um, it's uh, supposedly going to help people... Uh, maybe you know start uh, businesses. You can't. You can't even get a hairdresser license for five hundred dollars. This is just more typical socialist nonsense. This is going to be funded in part uh, by um, somebody from one of the dudes. Let's see. Uh, Facebook's co-founder, Chris Hughes, he says, uh, Hughes says, it's a fundamental idea behind America that if you work hard, you can get ahead and you certainly don't live in poverty. But that isn't true today. And it hasn't been true in the country for decades. But first of all, it is true in this country that if you work hard, you can achieve it. There's people all over this country, including in California, that, that because they've worked hard, they've been able to make it in this country. But we do have a poverty problem. But but throwing $500 a month at somebody who's impoverished isn't necessarily going to solve it, particularly when you don't put any strings attached to it. This is so typical. The socialists never want to address the root causes of the problem. So this guy invests a million dollars in this program. The rest is going to be funded by, quote, the wealthy community of Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, where people are making $150,000 a year and having to live in RVs because they can't afford a home. So those people, so this is your classic income redistribution scheme, take from those wealthier people and give $500 a month to somebody else with no strings attached. How about looking at the fundamental reasons why we have the problems we have in this state? The fact that they've driven businesses out with their high taxes and high regulations. The fact that all of their their regulations and everything that they've done has affected the housing industry, which has caused rents the the regulations cause rents to rise as well as home prices to rise but then no they never want to get the only thing that liberals the only solution that they can ever think of because they're so anti-business so anti-corporation so supposedly pro-worker that they destroy business 
And then they leave communities with no workers and no jobs. They, their policies raise the prices of everything. And then their only solution is to take from the makers, those who did work hard, and give it to the impoverished. And oh, by the way, how many of the people that are impoverished in these areas are impoverished because they were brought here through open borders, can't speak the language, don't have the, uh, the skill set or the education to make it in this country? And oh, by the way, these are the same people that there's policies that behind these state-run schools here in the state of California and beyond to where tuition is so astronomically high that, that $500 a month they can give them any higher education. And these are the same people, though, that also tell high school kids to either go get a degree that they can't afford where they're going to come out if they, if they do get school loans with $250,000 in debt that they can't pay off, which is another reason why people are impoverished, or they want to give forth the notion that entry-level jobs that don't require a college degree are head of household jobs. And so the evil grocery store should be paying $100 a month for somebody to bag groceries because you can't support a family. Oh, that's why we had to fight for 15 for McDonald's because you can't support a family on, on you know, minimum wage. Well, what made you think you could? This is just nonsense. But the good news is with this is that this is going to fail. Although because they didn't put any actual parameters on this test, it will be easy for them to say, because the left never wants to admit when their, when their programs go wrong, we've had the, the war on poverty and, uh, and war on hunger in this country with the left that's cost us, what, $40 billion, and we have more people uh, before President Trump, more people on welfare and more people hungry and impoverished in this country uh, than ever before. Throwing money at the problem doesn't work. The American people are seeing that now. They are seeing an economic resurgence thanks to President Trump with his business-friendly policies, low taxation, and low regulation. The American people aren't going to buy this. If that creator, the co-creator of Facebook really wanted to help him, Hughes, he would give him a job. Exactly. Yeah, give him a job. Welfare should be transactional. That's one of the things that President Clinton learned back in the 90s. He said welfare should be transactional. And when they started requiring people to work to get welfare, people on the welfare, welfare rolls went down. You know, socialism rewards the worst of human nature. It doesn't reward the best. And like Ma- Margaret Thatcher said, uh, the, the problem with socialism is eventually you run out of other, other people's money. It's a failure. And the American people aren't going to buy it. We're going to take a break. We come back. we got more of the Andrea K. Show on the other side of the break. We've got a former congressional candidate who says, you know what, she's just giving up on white people. She's proud of it, too. Stay tuned. 888-344-1170 if you'd like to call in. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Dennis Prager here. Summer is upon us. And many of you were looking to buy or refinance a home. I'm here with a man I have great respect for, Andy Steik of Purpose Funding. Andy, what's going on in the local housing market? So the interest rates are going up. It's no big secret. We're still finding that we're saving people a lot of money by consolidating debt paying off student loans, paying off high-interest credit cards. We had one person save 950 another 1100 and one client saved over $1,600 a month. So at Purpose Funding, you help people by saving them money? Yeah, that's really our whole purpose. We want to put ourselves in your situation, tell you exactly what we would do if it was us. So AM 1170 listeners, call Purpose Funding now to purchase a new home or refinance. 855-600-7633. 
7633. Purpose funding, 855-600-7633. Gary number 0186-4104 and number 273-299. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Art District's Liberty Station welcomes a return of free Liberty Station concerts presented outdoors on Sunday evenings now through September. All concerts start at 5 p.m. and feature a collection of popular San Diego musicians and acts. Audiences are invited to bring a blanket, a picnic, and a love for live music. The venue is set up to allow lots of room to dance and get up close to the acts. For more information about the Art District's free Liberty Station concert sponsored by The Rock Church, visit am1170theanswer.com. Don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130 or visit aramco.biz. Aramco. Purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626 NMLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Major League Baseball offers an award for Comeback Player of the Year. And if Major League Politics handed out a similar prize, Texas Senator Ted Cruz would deserve it. After the embarrassment of a failed presidential campaign and his hostile relationship with the victorious Donald Trump, he's emerged as a key supporter of the president's policy agenda. 
Once strongly disliked by his fellow senators due to his shutdown strategy and love for the limelight, he's recently developed solid, respectful working relationships with colleagues of both parties. More recently, he introduced strong, timely legislation to maintain tough border security while halting separation of kids and parents. Cruz deserves landslide re-election in November for one of Washington's most encouraging comebacks. I'm Michael Medley. For more information, please visit townhallreview.com. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Closing out uh, the the uh, this is the final segment of the Tuesday Andrea K show. Um, looks as though the uh, you know today there was a deadline that was imposed by an activist judge who coincidentally come to find out this Dana uh, whatever his name is actually is married. I don't know if you know this DJ Carrot sticks to our local uh, district attorney Summer Stefan. Interestingly enough, yeah, activist judge decided to step in and say, hey, Trump, you don't have the, you know, you better, you better put those families back together by such and such deadline, Dana, somebody rather. Uh, the deadline passed because it was a ridiculous, arbitrary deadline. Um, now we've got, uh, but he says that he's happy with, you know, the progress that's being made by the government. Oh, gee, thank you, Dana. Uh, local activists against ICE are going on a hunger strike. Um I'm just going to say it from the looks of some of these people going on the strike, you know, <laughs> good, good idea. Consider it a twofer. Um, that reminds me, guess who said soon, very soon after the victory of our movement, we will defend migrants all over the American continent and the migrants of the world who by necessity must abandon their towns to find life in the United States. It's a human right. We will defend. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the the uh, that's the new president of Mexico who uh you know he's right about one thing. They're leaving uh well, I don't know if he's right about this, but they're abandoning their towns uh, out of necessity. But instead of uh, doing Mexico finally getting its act together and and putting forth a system that protects its citizens and actually, you know, takes uh the hundreds of millions of dollars given to it by the American taxpayer and actually doing right by its citizens and and getting their act together. No, he's actually coming forth with a plan while defending the, the, quote, migrants who want to come here. He's coming up with a police force to stop illegals from crossing its southern border as well as its northern border. A police force to monitor their borders on top of the fact that their immigration laws are really strict. They got some strict immigration laws and, man, they plan to defend their borders while also putting forth the, right, the, the notion that it's a human right to come to America illegally. And oh, by the way, you know what else they have in Mexico besides strict immigration laws? They have voter ID. Voter ID laws in Mexico. Um, moving on, though, getting back here to this country. Um, there was a con- uh, gal who ran for office in a uh, former Democrat congressional candidate. Is proud. She says that she has given up on white people. She See, what happened to her was she lost the Democratic primary to a white uh, incumbent. And her name is Sarah Sarah Rao, and she says she's given up on white people because uh, she didn't win the primary. 
See, I guess she was entitled because she is of Indian descent. Indian descent. I guess she felt like she was entitled to win a primary, and because she didn't, that means all white people are horrible in this country. Um, she goes on to say that after saying that she was uh, giving up on white people, she said she stands by it. She says it's incumbent on white people and not people of color uh, to solve the problem. Uh, what problem? That you lost a primary? What, because you're a person of color, you're entitled to win a seat in, a, a seat in Congress? See, this is the notion that the left has put forth. This is what their identity politics has done. They, they, it's, it's the unequal treatment of people under the false guise of equality. So in order to the identity politics false narrative or the false agenda of the left is that they're going to be the party that's going to, you know, take care of the minorities and, you know, uh, her, so her expectation was is that that the white candidate, the white incumbent, would lose and that she would get the gig. And she didn't. So now I guess because she didn't win, all white people are bad, according to her. Um, she goes on to say that the, the racial uh, racism she experienced almost broke her spirit. And um, that white people, we just don't want to get on board with that we're white supremacists and it's our white fragility is the problem so anyway the left's the one's got the problem glad to have you all here with me tonight i'll be right back here tomorrow night at 6 p.m thanks to wayne allen root and thank you all for listening appreciate it love you all have a great night everybody the andrea k show is sponsored by andrea k